I would often say that breakups are not always a bad thing. And before you start saying, God forbid, God forbid, just hear me out. The point of a dating relationship is to evaluate, I'm with this person. I have expectations of what I want my relationship, my love life to be like, especially in marriage. Now, does this person meet the criteria of the future I see? That's the whole point. Welcome to Lightroom. My name is Chisum and I'm super excited to have you here this evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I'm very glad that you've stopped by. Please subscribe if you have not done that already. As I promised last week, I am going to be talking about red flags in a dating relationship. And I know that many times when we search on YouTube, you open your search bar, red flags to look out for in a dating relationship. Or maybe you see a pop-up of this video somewhere on your you know feed and then you click on it we are usually looking at it from the partner's perspective like red flags to look for in your partner but sometimes we are the red flags sometimes we are the onions in relationships that make people cry so i don't want you to just look at this video as per a damn damn video i want you to also introspect and see places where you could possibly be a red flag okay so here into it Number one red flag to look out for in a relationship is mismatched commitments, values, or beliefs. It's very important to say this because the point of a dating relationship is that you are in a relationship with someone that you don't just have feelings for, but have similar values and beliefs. The, the reason for that is if you are with someone that does not share the same set of values. Now, I'm not saying exactly the same thing. Like, for instance, my husband doesn't celebrate Valentine's Day. Me, mm, I'm not, I don't have hard opinions on it. So he doesn't celebrate it. I don't mind. And then that's kind of like a difference between the both of us. But it's not a fundamental value. It's not something to end our relationship over. It was a case where I did not believe in waits until marriage to have sex and my husband believed so that's a fundamental difference and a glaring red flag so when you have mismatched vital values it is a red flag that may haunt the both of you in that relationship alongside values is mismatched commitment and i see this many times a situation where one partner in the relationship is the energetic one like everybody can tell that this is the partner that loves more in the duo Sometimes it may just be an energy thing. Like I have a couple of friends that their energy on my best days, I can't match their energy. Like I feel like their energy is a gift from the Lord. The Lord called people and said, oh, my people, I'm going to give people gifts. Yeah, you take energy. Yeah, I have some friends like that. But it's not mismatched because I love those friends. It's a different case where they bring their energy and even though I can't match it, I don't really care. I don't want to put in any effort in the friendship, right? So I'm not really talking about temperaments. I'm talking about level of investment in their relationship. If you cannot clearly tell that your partner is invested in this relationship, if your partner cannot clearly tell that you are invested in the relationship, it is a glaring, glaring red flag. Watch out for it. Number two red flag, aggression. There are some people that when they're angry, everybody will know. Plus your neighbor, your enemies, everybody will know. You cannot express your emotions 
without breaking something. You think it's like Hollywood that maybe somebody is angry. They just wipe the whole table. And on the table, there were laptops, there were phones, there were glass plaques, there were different valuable items. And in your anger, you just wiped everything. Fiam. In the behind the scenes or in the next scene, they did not show you how much was spent to, you know, replace those things. Even if they showed you the proper, typical Hollywood movie, the person that swipes everything off the table has money to replace everything on the table. And it, whether you have money or not, it's still a bad habit that when you're upset or you're agitated about something, you can't use your words. You have to hit the wall. You have to push something down. And I'm not even saying this as a damn damn thing. When I was in SS1, SS1, SS2, my senior school years, yeah, I was dealing with a lot, a lot of emotions I had in me and hurts that I was dealing with that I had not processed, I had never voiced out. Nobody had helped me walk through those things. And I was in boarding school, so I was not with my parents. I couldn't talk to them often, you know, so I was just dealing with a lot of things. And behind our multiples hall, there was this stack of chairs. I was so upset that day after assembly and I just went to the stack of chairs and I was, I just pushed them down. I still picked them back up, but I shall push them down. And <laughs> I, I remember weeks after that, I was just thinking about it. Like, would I appreciate that in a partner? I mean, when you do that once, it may look like, ah, she was so angry. I don't know. In secondary school, they used to hype people that were angry and it's a weird concept. Sha. You'll be helping the person that, ah, when she's angry, she can do things. But when it becomes like your character, it's not a good look. It's, it's not a good look because that partner or that person you are hyping for, you know, doing something drastic in public would one day live with you, would one day be the father of your children, would one day be the mother of your children. How do you want that person to handle confrontations well, how do you want that person to handle their emotions with these children, with your family members, with people you love and respect? So it goes beyond, you know, initial gra-gra or small feats of victory or um, tantrums. Aggression is a red flag to look out for in yourself and in your potential partners. It's not a good look at all. Number three is unresolved baggage. And I kind of shared a story here where I, there were some things I was dealing with and I couldn't voice out. I had not received help concerning those things. So in that bottled up baggage, I was showing signs of aggression, right? So that's a red flag. When you have unresolved issues, unresolved trauma from a previous relationship or your background or something, it's going to damage you and your partner in more ways than you can hope or imagine. I say something very often, hurting people hurt other people. When you're hurting and you've not healed from your hurt, you don't even know the extent of your hurt. Subconsciously, you hurt someone else. I'll give an example. Imagine you were cheated on in a relationship. And I mean, you just gave it some time, but you didn't really, really process to see, have I healed from this? Do I have trust issues from this? And you didn't work on them. You would walk into another relationship and start to suspect every single thing that your partner says or does. If your partner is on a call, you start to ask, who is that? Or you wait for them to drop their phone and then you check. Or you, they can't even trust to leave their phone beside you without you checking things. It's coming from hurts and baggage that you have not dealt with. And where it becomes unfair is when that your partner 
truly has never cheated, does not have any plans to cheat, and you're just putting them on edge. It's unfair and is a result of your baggage and you have to deal with it. It may look cute in movies that maybe the girl is always throwing tantrums, throwing tantrums, and the guy is always understanding, understanding. Then one day he hugs her after she maybe slapped him or threw tantrums. See, that's not real life. And even if it's real life, it's a sad life. Because they've added music to those scenes, it makes it look logical. It makes it look like emotional and appealing. In real life, there's no music. If you slap somebody now, there's just silence. There's no dramatic music playing behind the scenes. So please, that's a red flag that you need to address. Piggybacking from that point on baggage, a glaring red flag is cheating. Of all the cancers that exist in a relationship, of all the phenomenons that threaten the life of a relationship, cheating runs deep. Now, is it possible for somebody that cheated in a relationship to recover and become a faithful partner? It is possible. But statistically, what we see is that if someone has cheated in a previous relationship, they are more likely to cheat again. Now, if you want to trust someone that has cheated in a dating relationship before and you want to date this person, if you want to trust that person, you really need to sit down and have a conversation first with that person and then with a neutral third party i'll be honest to evaluate if this is a risk worth taking now as believers we believe that the holy ghost resides in us he purifies our intentions he works on our hearts to walk in the will of god so i believe that the holy ghost can change anybody no matter how bad your sins are but with a thing like cheating we first need to calm down okay you had the holy ghost did you have the holy ghost when you cheated Okay, yes, people make mistakes. Now, what led to you cheating? Was it a case where you were totally unaccountable? Or was it a case where you surrounded yourself with so many temptations that you just fell? Now, if you have not changed from the situation that made you cheat and you are now in a new relationship, what difference do you think a new relationship would bring that will make you not to cheat? I hope you get my drift. So am I saying it's impossible to be with someone that has cheated or if you yourself, you've cheated in a relationship and you want to now start things afresh? Is it impossible to be unfaithful? It is possible. It is very possible to be faithful. It's possible to be faithful, but it, it's not something that you should handle with kids' gloves. Don't just assume that a new relationship would guarantee a new you. Another red flag is when someone is unteachable. Nobody can tell you what to do. Nobody can correct you. Nobody can tell you, ah, this thing you did, it's not logically making sense. You shouldn't have done this this way. When you find a partner that is like that, at first glance, it may look like, ah, they are a person of their own. They have a mind of their own. Nobody can talk to them anyhow. Till it gets to a point where you are the object of, they have a mind of their own. Nobody can talk to them anyhow. Hmm. You have to choose to be teachable if you're going to make a relationship work. I remember when I got into, I started dating as a person. And for me, especially now that I'm married, it was a shocker for me that I can be imperfect in the relationship situation. Like, I know that humans are imperfect, but like, I put a lot of efforts into my relationship. So when I decided to say that ah, it's possible for me to offend my husband, like my husband can say, oh, you did this and I don't like it. I say, eh? It's all my intentions. I can still do things that you don't like. So <laughs> it's very 
very possible for you to have the best of intentions and still do wrong things or say the wrong things or do the right things at the wrong time. If you're not teachable, you won't be able to learn from that process and you will keep hurting that partner. You will keep making the same mistakes and nobody is growing. The relationship is suffering and nobody is happy. So being unteachable is a bad red flag. Another red flag is a track record of bad decisions. Let's say um, you walked away from a relationship and you're about to enter a new one. But in your last relationship, it ended because you don't used to pick their call. You take three business days to return a call or a WhatsApp message, or you just don't communicate well. Your relationship before that, the same issue. You leave them on red or something like that. And now you want to enter another relationship, but your track record shows that you have a bad communication issue. You are a walking red flag. And if you have a partner that does that, the same thing, that person is a walking red flag. Again, can these red flags be addressed? Yes, but they must be watched out for. You can't just assume that, okay, it will fade away with time. It doesn't happen that way. Especially as you grow older, bad habits tend to stick more. It's easier to correct bad habits when you're younger. But as you age and you refuse to change, you won't change. So watch out for it. Another red flag is moving too fast. Some people just move from zero to hundred real click. Um, I say real click, real quick, and it's Hollywood. I blame Hollywood. In fact, I blame Hollywood, Nollywood, Bollywood, all the woods for this. Because in a typical movie, this is how it starts: girl meets guy. They enter somewhere. Maybe they're in a cafe. Cafe is even when it's nice. Maybe they're in a bar or in a cafe. And then they meet each other and they start vibing. Maybe he sees her from a mile away. She too, she has seen him from a mile away and they are scoping each other. One person walks to the other person and they start talking. Before you know it, 10 seconds later, they are in somebody's house, removing clothes, offering clothes. And then the next day, the person wakes up and goes about their business. You later realize that that person was married. You later realize that that person has a girlfriend that maybe they had a misunderstanding and he came to the bar to clear his head from that misunderstanding. And that's where he met you, Miss Beautiful Woman. And one thing led to another. Now you have entered a situation you did not plan for. When you move too fast, you would make mistakes. You are bound to make mistakes. Don't be like the movies that you have sex with a person before you even know their last name. As a believer, sex should not even be on the table till we are married. I've said this again and again, and I will never get tired of saying it. So whether you've had sex before or you've not had sex before, now that you know that as a believer, premarital sex is not God's plan for you, mm, dead it. Make your decision, make up your mind that in the next relationship you are going to enter, you are going to take things as they should be. You will know their name, you will get to be friends with them, and then see if you have a love interest. Take things slow and your chances of making mistakes would greatly reduce. Another red flag, how conflicts are resolved. When you are angry or when your love interest or friend, because with these red flags I'm sharing, they don't just apply to romantic relationships. They also apply to friendships. They apply to many situations. So, when somebody offends your love, your love interest, your friend, your partner, when they offend you, how do you handle the conflicts? Do you start to give them silent treatments? They will be telling you nice things, just seeing you anything and say, okay, and eh, fine. How are you? I'm fine. What did you eat? 
I ate something. What did you do today? Nothing. <laughs> Is that how you handle um, conflicts or when you're feeling upset? If that's how you do it, it's a red flag because you can't communicate and you have refused. So that means that you can't communicate. It's a red flag. Or the way you handle conflicts is it that you go and broadcast their news to the whole world. Your mother will know, your father will know, your uncle, brothers. Sometimes even Insta blog will know before your partner knows that you are angry with them. You go and ask all the love doctors on Instagram. Dear, hmm, I was about to say a name. Dear Jatala Cruz, my partner did A B C D E. What should I do? How do you handle conflict resolution? It's very important. If you don't track it well, it can grow to be a red flag in your relationship. Don't handle conflict resolution by throwing things, breaking things, shouting. For Christ's sakes, that person is not your child. Even these days, we are learning and learning that it's better to raise children gently. God will help us though, because even me, I'm not a parent yet. It's God that will help me when I have children. Anyway, that's not the topic for today. But even with children, like we're learning there after day that shouting at them doesn't always work. It's not always the best approach. Then you now shout at a full-grown adult. Why? Why? So please, learn how you handle conflicts and learn to handle them amicably. Last thing before the last thing, how do you treat people apart from your partner? How does your partner or love interest treat people apart from you? Because you may like to say that, ah, they are very quiet and mean to other people, like the typical Korean movie, where the protagonist is mean to the whole world, his mother, father, office people, he's just mean. But then there comes this girl that comes to work as his secretary, and then all of a sudden, he's a new leaf, he's a new, it's, mm. your life is not a Korean movie. Your life is not a career movie. It doesn't work that way. Okay? Don't set up yourself for a rude shock. Be careful how they treat other people. If they shout at other people for the slightest things, one day they'll shout at you. If they hit other people, maybe they hit their friends or they hit their younger ones excessively and things like that, it will come for you one day. So watch how they treat people. In the same vein, if you shout at your friends, or you call your friends idiots, goats, this one, you will call your partner that one day. If you throw things at your friends, you are quick to throw slaps. One day, you will do that to your partner. It will shock you, but it's coming. It's not, I'm not, I'm not a prophetess or dumo, I'm just saying, okay? The last thing here is actually a question that I'm going to, going to throw open. It's a bit controversial in many circles. So people tend to ask the question, especially as Christians or even as non-Christians, should relationships be kept secret in the dating phase? By that, I mean, like, should things be silent? Should things be low-key? How much is too much in sharing information? Is it a red flag if you share too much? Is it a red flag if you don't share? I want you to let me know your thoughts in the comment section. I would really love to know because that's my next topic. And I'm going to banter on your responses and i'm going to give my own opinions as well so let me know in the comment section and also let me know what flag out of these red flags i've shared stood out to you the most thank you so much for staying on this episode to this very point i love you i really appreciate you being here right now if you have any question let me know in the comment section if you're listening on podcast there's also a poll area 
where you can ask me questions or you can just send a question to my email i'll drop it for you in the description box thank you again till my next video au revoir